Oh my god. Sarah's TikTok song, Hosey Kindred Spirits. Hosey ship is sailing to YouTube, SoundCloud on the 6th. Wait, that's tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Am I reading this right? This is not like... This is tomorrow. Holy shit. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to The Hosey Show. My name is Rihanna. And my name is Victoria. And this is episode four. In this episode, we're going to be answering some of your questions. Question one is from AJ, and it just says, Dirt class with an exclamation mark, which isn't a question. <laughs> oh, oh, I actually have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Okay. Um, so when was it to Wednesday uh, I had a lab report due and I have not been <laughs> I've not been quite studious with dirt class I'm sorry <laughs> but I did my work on Tuesday and I actually did learn a lot about it let me pull up my thing it's in my thing <laughs> You learned a lot about dirt? Yes, I actually did learn a lot about dirt because I had to teach it to myself. And I was like, I watched like, I don't know, I guess 30 minutes of this live recorded Zoom, but it wasn't very interesting because um, he speaks like my dad, <laughs> like convoluted, <laughs> like dad jokes sort of thing. So I was like, <laughs> okay, Stephen. <laughs> Anyways. So <laughs> I actually did learn a lot. So basically, uh, I enjoyed this one conceptual question. It was like a, it was a, it's a, it's a got you kind of question where it's like, you think you know the answer, but you don't. <laughs> um, so it was asking, um, let me read it. So what size of fine earth particles that sand, silt, or clay settle out first from suspension in water? And he puts in brackets, easy, right? Why? Warning, if you are about to type a sentence <laughs> containing the word heaviest in it, you would like, to, you would might want to think twice. What exactly would you mean by heaviest? You might want to go back to page two of this exercise and look at the first complete <laughs> sentence after the equation, Stokes' Law, which contains the assumptions that allow us to simplify Stokes' Law for use in soil texture determination. Surely, but now the number 2.65 must be starting to look tediously familiar. So I looked at that and I was like, oh, <laughs> like when I first read it, um, gee, sand, silt, or clay, which one would settle faster? And I was like, okay, sand. And then <laughs> I was like, because it's heavy. <laughs> and, then the, and then the follow up um, in the paragraph was like, don't say because it's heavy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> And then I had to like think about it for a little while longer. And I was like, oh, Stokes law. Okay. So Stokes law is basically like how we calculate um, settling velocities. So it's T equals 0.000115 times the height of what you're dropping it from over the diameter of the fine earth particle squared. So... <laughs> You know, I was that's just like, lot. oh, that's easy. That's, you know, you just take the diameter of each. Yeah, it, it, you just take the diameter of each fine earth particle and compare it. Sand has the greatest diameter. I even made, like, I did a whole thing. Um, sand is 0.2 centimeters. Silt would be, like, 0 0.005 centimeters clay would be 0.0002 centimeters and I just made like a 
let h height be 10 centimeters and then like i did it all out and like mathematically i can demonstrate (laughs) why sand would so yeah that was easy it's like we can mathematically demonstrate that handon is a flop it's so true Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i love that we can also do that so that's stokes law has how we calculate settling velocities when you want to determine in a uh, in a conceptual lab because this is a lab report but there's no in-person lab happening so he gave us like the raw data as if we had collected them and in reality it would have been me in a dirt class without covid like me in a dirt class uh <laughs> waiting seven hours but you know we that would also would have been sped up because no one wants to like start that and wait and go to midnight and check back on the lab so he also would have just you know <laughs> skipped that skipped that um so you know all of this lab was online there's no danger oh, yeah. here done in lab like measure the diameter of particles uh, no you just would have had like um you would have just had like sand silt and clay all in the I don't know, conglomeration. <laughs> oh, wait, you would have actually, like, put you put it, it in, a in a thing. You put it in, like, a, a long <laughs> cylinder thing, and I don't know, I guess, like, what is it? What is it? What is it? So, basically, you would have had to use a Boyokos hydrometer. Basically, you put it through a thing and then you just have to like disperse it and adding that chemical would have made it further disperse and then after that, you put it through a little milkshake mixer which would further <laughs> disperse and then you can more more accurately have like the three things like separated and settled and then you can look at that, see the percentages of how much sand how much silt and how much clay you have uh look it up on a soil texture triangle which is a really neat triangle i think because it's like three sides of the triangle it goes like from zero to 100 percent, zero to 100 percent, zero to 100 percent of sand silt clay and you do like a three-way map it out and see where it falls in the triangle and this soil textural triangle will tell you what soil it is <laughs> so it ended up being sandy loam <laughs> so i can tell you with 100 percent accuracy in this like fake lab that <laughs> fake numbers would give you sandy so, loam <laughs> and there's like so many different texture classes of sand dirt um i mean so yeah dirt class is actually really interesting <laughs> so and it's like becoming your passion now that's what i'm getting Oh, it literally took me like 30 minutes to be like, wow, this is neat. I know how to use a soil texture triangle now. Yeah. Well, Thank- so so that's dirt class update. Um, I'm so glad someone asked. Thank you, AJ, for your question. <laughs> okay, well, you'll be happy about the next question, which comes from Swish. And, <laughs> um, she asked... Do you think Stephen no last name would ship Hosey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Like, of course, Dirt is a Hosey shipper. Why wouldn't the Dirt professor be a Hosey shipper? 
Why is dirt, dirt a hosey shipper? Uh, because it helped make quiet things heard. It oh. aided in that <laughs> process. <laughs> they were there. The dirt was there when it saw <laughs> Josie ask, what's it supposed to do? <laughs> make quiet things heard. Yeah, there was some dirt on Josie's face, so we can No, yeah, exactly. Inanimate dirt is a hosey shipper. Definitely. And by extension, Stephen, no less name. Right. Duh. He agrees with dirt. Yeah, dirt is his life. He lost his life, <laughs> but he has not lost dirt. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on from dirt. Next question. Thank you, Swish. <laughs> okay, so this one is from Just Hosey. And they asked, I think the writers had Hosey Endgame in mind since day one. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't think so. I think they. I think from the pilot, I think from the pilot, they were realizing it, but I don't think in pre planning it in July, they had Hosey Endgame. That's what I mean. I think the plan was. the plan yes. was hand in and half IL, and then I think certainly like Danielle was just like, I'm gonna make Hope have so much chemistry with Josie that they won't yeah. have a choice. Exactly. <laughs> I um, think that's what happened. Yeah, no, literally, like you can tell that they were not just pulling in Roth just to have Roth. They were like going, they. Peyton was the last one to be casted. He wasn't even in the season one promos because he was. like he was the last one literally um but they desperately needed a Raphael, and they so they were just they were literally going to do tvds Mm -hmm. um brothers dynamic uh girl between them and they were gonna be like extra spicy because wow (laughs) they're both not white (laughs) um Mm -hmm. But then the gay happened, and then they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> Danielle and Kaylee's chemistry is just, like, too off the charts for Hosey that they were like, we need to get in that right now. So, yeah, they took advantage. Yeah, I would say so. And then I think from, like, season one, like, it's definitely planned from season one. I don't think, like, um, like I think from the talisman at least. Yes, the talisman. And maybe even earlier than that, I don't know. I feel like in, yeah, because what, what, yeah, 103 in the behind the scenes, like, that is when we saw Danielle and Kaylee, like, really start to, like, pitch it, and we can see in behind the scenes, then that must have been around when the writers were like, we should take advantage of how well they get on along with each other, because Mm -hmm. chemistry is, like, first and foremost, like, important. Like, if you're going to have a show where the protagonist is having hard eyes with one character but then like they easily are like is able to have hard eyes with another one i the uh, writers will take advantage of that because that will easily read on screen and audiences will go for it and that's just television Mm. writing so yeah yes definitely thank you for the question just hosey (laughs) Yeah, so somebody asked, Hosey Prazer asked, do you guys think Hosey will happen in season four? Yes. Yes, yeah. definitely. I think it's happening They're happening. Now. 
I think <laughs> they have been happening. They are happening season three, and so they will happen season four. Next yeah. question. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they'll get together at the end of season three. I think yep, nothing else makes sense with the way that the therapy box was written. Yeah, and season four is just gay. Dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're not going to be a smooth ship. <laughs> they're going to be turbulent, but I'm here for it. I don't give a fuck. I will fucking die. <laughs> My last breath <laughs> will be me. Cozy. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. next question. <laughs> Thank <Next> you. Cozy. <laughs> Next question is from Lesby Weird, and the question is, considering that the merge um, that the twins did wasn't actually real, who do you think would win the merge? And then there's like a second part, but we can just talk about that first. Okay, so season one, Josie definitely would have... <laughs> just let herself stand there like a sim and like let Lizzie win. Like I think she would pretend to put up a fight and then ultimately let Lizzie win. Season two yeah. and season three, Josie is different. She's not afraid to like stand up for herself anymore. But like, I don't know. It's interesting. What do you think? Yeah, I think, the, so I think like if Dark Josie was involved, she would have won. Um, but Josie herself, that's, like, not clear. I don't yeah. think it's obvious. I don't think there's, like, a a split down the middle, like, very clear thing going on here where we can, like, say, yeah, Lizzie, right. Josie would win, blah, blah, blah. Because we're actually, like, seeing, like, different sides to Lizzie now in season three, like, low-key she gave like the vibes in season two not being sure of her magic and being kind of like yeah whatever i'm a witch but uh, most importantly i am lizzie saltzman but now season three uh we just like conveniently see her able to just make a th um a device to help roth and roth was yeah. impressed with her like we're seeing like new sides of like lizzie's um power and that's interesting, actually. They, like, the writers are like, whatever. But now they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, she's, like, a, a strong witch. Um, and yeah. she was also able to, like, project. Not even project. Those were, like, real people. They She was able to, like, put everyone in the prison world to say goodbye to. Yeah, Ralph. which was, like, <laughs> strange. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a, it's a, it's a funny, com like, a, as that's happening, at the same time, we're seeing Josie go on in life without magic that's an interesting yeah um well, i had like a, I had like a theory about the merge that like it's more like a destiny thing so like it's more like one of them is destined to sort of snap somehow like josie did and mm -hmm. then like they would win the merge because they wouldn't have like any like uh inhibitions anymore Mm -hmm. like Josie would lose her empathy and I mean we see that in like the AU. alternate universe as well where, where Lizzie, Lizzie kind of loses control and that's what happens so I think it's kind of like a it's more like a like a destiny thing than a you have to do this at this day thing yeah there's definitely not like gay because they can do it at any point leading up to their 22nd birthday right. it's yeah. just like yeah. So I don't know. 
we'll have to see. And then the second yeah. part of that question is, if they find a loophole to it, what do you think it is? It would be. I think it would have it would require the writers to do some more world world building because presently in the Vampire Diaries they established werewolves all of a sudden they're like season two Tyler's a werewolf and they had to like go more into that um, and then they like also established that the origin of vampires was because of Esther and all that the Michelson clan being like fuck wolves. And then in the originals, they were like, it was revealed that wolves were a thing because the witches were all turning against, what's her name, the hollow? I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, but they were, so, you know, it all comes down to, like, the witches created wolves, created vampires. Right. So then they have to do some world building with witches and establish, like, covens and all that and, like, the different magics because, like, clearly... Um, the New Orleans witches derive their magic from ancestral magic and like because if they like leave New Orleans they kind of like don't really have that mm -hmm. um, and then there's witches like the siphoner witches um, in the Gemini which is like a special thing only in the in the Gemini coven as far as we know and I have a feeling that is due to a curse um but the curse was placed by the travelers mm -hmm. the travelers coven as we learn in the vampire diaries is a coven that is cursed by some unknown reason and that they are like the members are not allowed like to like congregate um if they do then like natural disasters will follow so they literally are were like forced to uh, tap into different magic and like also use artifacts and totems and all that stuff to get around that and possess people and like that's how that they can that's how they can gather um so I and then we also learn in the vampire diaries that Liv and Luke uh Parker that is Josie and Lizzie's cousins um they they're cousins yeah no maybe like aunt no, I think they're aunt and uncle. Anyways, um, <laughs> Liv and Luke, they were uh, requested by their the the main honcho Parker guy to observe the travelers and watch what they're doing. Marcus, right? Like definitely, Liv, Liv confirmed that. Did I say Liz? I don't know. Liv. No. Liv. <laughs> Olivia Parker. Anyways, uh, yeah, so, like, that part of me always wondered, like, why the fuck are the Parkers involved with, uh, why are the Geminis involved with the Travelers? Well, I think it's because the Geminis had, were the ones that cursed the Travelers, and the Travelers possibly were the ones that cursed the Gemini with the whole merge thing, and, like, also, like, and Mother Nature being like, yeah, the merge is unholy, so we're going to make siphoners. Siphoners are totally an imbalance because when you merge, it comes down to two witches, and it's a battle of will with magic, who is like who can like hold out longer, and then one like 
they both collapse and whoever wakes up is because like battle of wills, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But when you're a siphoner, you don't have your own magic. So then it's like clearly, <laughs> clearly the one that has the magic would like survive as long as the other one doesn't like consume such a terrible amount of magic like how we saw with Luke and Kai when they merged. So I think nature is like, what the fuck, Geminis? The, the merge is like super unholy, fuck y'all. So then Mother Nature created a an, an anomaly with siphoners so that eventually it would come down to the merge being between two siphoners and that would because then that can't like literally happen because it's so like the merge requires like two of them doing the magic or whatever. And then they would come down to both of them dying. So therefore it would lead to the extinction, extinction of the Geminis and mother nature gets her way. So yeah, I think the, I think the siphoners were all just a mother nature fixing its own shit. <laughs> That's, what was the question? <laughs> how, how, what is the loophole? Yeah. Basically, I don't think there's a loophole. I think they're, like, Mother Nature was like, no, I'm gonna, like, resolve the whole fact that y'all fucked up your bloodline with, like, tainted, how did, how did Cain, how to gain more magic, because that's how the merge is, like, that's how you gain more magic and, like, determining that as their leader. So basically, the loophole would have to be, I guess, seeking out the travelers Mm -hmm. And perhaps, like, <laughs> undoing that. Um, yeah. Alternatively, it could totally relate. Because I don't think it would make sense, but then the writers are, like, unpredictable, so they could very well make it so that it, like, connects with Hope and Tribrid and being, like, her own loophole. I have no idea how, but the writers will... <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Yeah, well, I'd like it if they could bring, like, anything back from the Vampire yes. Diaries. Yes, and I, I just think it's interesting that the actor who plays Luke commented so publicly, like, wow, I wonder if the twins want to see their old uncle, and I'm over here. Like, that's oddly specific. He's definitely <laughs> contacted the writers and been like, yup. Yeah. I expect yeah. we will see him in... I don't know, season four, season five, season four, probably. Yeah, probably. I think it would be cool, actually, if, like, the twins performed a seance. Like, they don't bring him back, but they, like, contact him. Um, I, That's honestly not hard. I'm surprised they don't do more seances. And that was just an easy way to, like... Yeah, well, they don't do a lot of magic that was shown in, like, the originals. Honestly. Because the originals had stuff like that all the time. yeah. Uh, legacies they has were, like they were bold. Legacies light, has lightning. <laughs> what legacies has is just um, a necro a necromancer that literally brings people back to the dead. But you know how that goes because then it's like, oh, but I want this person to stay forever, or oh, they have like no will, and it's just it becomes more tricky. So I'm just wondering, like, why do the writers not just I don't know do seances? Oh, where yeah. it's already like a temporary thing. It's not like you can stay on the their their dimension. 
Because yeah, sometimes dead. I think about that, like the. But I guess they can't. The wiki, like it's so expansive, and they don't use most of it. Yeah. Or but... bring up like the past, even like as like a storyline or like a basis. World for... building. Yeah. Um, I think they like. If we're right about Hope being possessed, we think she's possessed, by the way. I think that would mean that they were low-key tapping into the TVD books by mm -hmm. some, yeah, the author, <laughs> L.J. Yeah, Smith maybe. or something. And that but, would, like, loosely, I don't know how loosely. much it's really going to affect no. it. But, yeah, but it's interesting that in the TVD books, like, they had kitsunes. Um, and we're just like we're we have like compelling evidence to believe that Hope would be possessed by a kitsune, but you know mm -hmm. that might be perhaps for another episode, <laughs> yeah. or for you to see for yourselves if it if we're like suspecting that we're right and it is revealed or Loki hinted in three o six. But anyways, next question. Anyways, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so this question is from. The question is, and they asked, how do you guys think Hope will D-word and activate her vampire side? And then... <laughs> <laughs> so... Mm -hmm. how, how do we think know. Hope will D-word? <laughs> well... <laughs> um, um, okay, when do we think it'll happen? Okay, when? It's... Mm, I would not be surprised finale. at all. It's definitely a finale vibe. Would, would like it be the season finale at least? The season finale. I think it wouldn't shock me if it's a season three finale, but it's also like, hmm, it could be a season four thing because Tribrid Hope is something that is going to happen. Yeah. That that's kind of like Elena was always going to be a vampire. It's just a matter of like when and like if that would benefit like what is the next storyline after Hosey dates their next turbulent thing would be uh one of them having just too much emotion so tribrid hope mm -hmm. um true so uh, how she, how she dies i i don't know it can't just be some some flimsy monster yeah, it's gonna be like a big deal. It would be like it would be a big deal where she's it's probably gonna be someone. like a yeah a sacrifice. It's certainly going to be a sacrifice. <laughs> Little Miss Martyr. <laughs> but like who um, she's sacrificing for? I don't know. We'll see. Probably Josie. Probably Josie. And that would cause issues in the relationship, I think, because you would get yeah Josie that would... being like very, um, like guilty. God, yes. And, you know, like like I said, once Hosey happens, they're not going to be a smooth ship because this is a television series with drama. They're going to prolong it. And if, like, right. it's strongly That's seen. kind of like... Like, Hosey like is endgame. So for seasons, they need to just have turbulence. And one turbulence would be Hope sacrificing herself for Josie. And that right. would be fucking angsty, which is what well, you want in television. <laughs> it's just... um hard for me to even picture like what are they gonna fight about besides like don't sacrifice yeah <laughs> don't sacrifice yourself like that's what they would fight about i feel like yeah literally like that is <laughs> yeah um and they would like uh -huh. reciprocally fight about it though yeah 
god. Because I feel and like with Handon, it it's like, um, Hope's constantly like, don't get yourself killed, don't get yourself killed, but it's never like the other way around. I feel like with Hosey, it will be like reciprocal. Oh, It'll yeah. It'll be like, they'll both be trying to like, sacrifice the themselves. <laughs> yeah. Literally, Josie episode one was like, that's a risk I'm willing to take. Like, God, she wants to die so bad. No. Because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the thing is that that was the same speech where she was like, I need to prove that hope risking herself and everyone risking themselves for me was worth it so mm -hmm. i'm willing to take that risk and die if it means like proving that it wasn't for nothing it was because yeah. yeah um i that would be really interesting if she had that argument with hope like i need to prove that i wasn't i was worth your sacrifice because like imagine like landon is gone um so then seasons down the line Josie is feeling that same way where she's like, no, I need to like, cause she, I don't know, maybe like some part of her is still like Landon dying is her fault. Like she blames herself. Right. So then she's like, she, I mean, she would just because like she you would know, her black magic, the necromancer got and then raised Malivore and blah, blah, yeah, blah. If it, it all comes out that that's what happened. Exactly. Yeah. So then Josie would just like imagine like when Hosey is a, like happening, happening. Um, Josie just one day is just like there's just so much angst with some ongoing threat. And then Josie's just like, no, I need to like. I need to show that land and dying wasn't for nothing like I. I need to do that or maybe that might even happen like before Hosey happens and then Hope is just like bitch I love you <laughs> Landon dying you can't blame yourself for Landon dying that it was just like going to happen yeah um, but she will they both will oh yeah oh yeah especially but, Hope, actually know. if we're right mm -hmm. probably mm -hmm. so you know that's how we think that's gonna go when it's going to happen hmm. season 3 finale season 4 finale yeah. Sort of thing. Um, I feel like just season have to three see. finale will be like. Um, hope I think it's hope Malibor. killing. I think it's hope killing Landon ultimately. Um, yeah, and Malvor. Yep, and I think that is the end of the Malvor storyline. Honestly, I really hope so, and it just it goes into a different master that they already teased in season two. That is like the one summoning monsters, and who that may be. Mm -hmm. Get soon. <laughs> Right. Uh, I don't know yeah. what it be. Yeah, but, you know, like, Malifor is a dead end. I don't know. They're fucking wax. So they need to find, well, like, that's... a new... They, <laughs> they mean, need to find, like, because... a new thing that would be able to, like, still keep their Monster of the Week format because they're very... Well, it's like how... <laughs> stuck on that one. Like, where are they even going to go from here? Like, now that Literally. they have him risen... Like, what, Malinlandon's just gonna start taking classes and, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, they English. gave him no, like, more complex motive. Next question is from Aesthetic with more than one E. Um, and it is, would Hope be a ripper if her vampire side activated? Mm -hmm. And how would that change the story? Um, and I don't know, because I feel like we saw her in AU something and she was like murdering people but she didn't seem like a she like, yeah, seems she was... like she had her shit under control yeah. 
She seemed like she was um, doing it on purpose. Josie would be yeah, a I ripper. Think Josie would be a ripper. Josie would be a ripper. Um, I don't think Hope would. I don't think Hope would. I. I think she would like be like really tempted to be super violent or like turn off her humanity, but like yeah. But you know, as long like that would also be up for another turbulent thing in Hosey where. Like, if Hope ever truly believed that Josie's, like, gone, that that would be the moment where she turns off her humanity to mm-hmm. not feel it. But also maybe, like, I don't know. Um, and then that would also be a thing where Josie is the one to break through to her. Yeah, I mean, that's similar to both what? Stelina. Yeah. Stelina, I mean, um... And Delena. Yep. I feel like they both had that sort of thing. Yep. And, you know, Damon (laughs) lost his shit after Elena broke up with him. Yeah. And there was also a thing where Elena turned off her humanity. Because why? Oh, right. Everyone died. Jeremy died. Mm hmm. Um, Yeah, like that was, that used to be one of their favorite things. I don't think we have even seen a vampire on Legacies without humanity. No, literally, they keep just, like, once, one episode a season, they tell us, they remind us that MG is a ripper. Like, that happened in 209. Sebastian was just like, perhaps I'm not the one that you should be worried about. Like, he does his, like, purring. (laughs) He does his purring, conversational, weird old speak, and then... Landon is looking at MG and the camera is focusing and it's like, oh my god, oh, MG's a ripper? Like, yes. <laughs> so maybe, you know, do something about that instead of... Anyways, yeah. Right. Um, Hope would, I don't think, would be a ripper. I think she would have her shit pretty much, like, her mm, urges uh, pretty much under control. I think. Yeah. Under control, but, like, not under control at all. Like, I feel like she would be, like, she would be able to control herself, but, like, I think what would happen with her is she would be, like, really tempted to turn it off and, like, not control herself just because. Yeah, because uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy that she's telling herself that she's going to be like her father. Yeah, or, like, if something, you know, if triggered somebody died or something like that. Um, Also... Okay, I don't know if, like, someone's already asked this, but I, like, uh, like her being a tribrid witch, werewolf, vampire, once she's turned, people are still like, well, would she have her magic? I personally think she won't at first, kind of like a Bonnie situation where she couldn't, like, tap into that in the prison world or something, mm-hmm. and it took her a while, and that was involved a lot of, like... Uh, growth and like um, self-reflection stuff like that so I think Hope would not have it because at first she'll be like yeah like uh, the whole reason why vampires uh, oh, if you were a, if you're a turned witch don't don't have magic it's because you're like now uh, on the opposite end of nature you're like undead but Hope is technically a breathing vampire she would have a beating heartbeat I suppose, like, she's a a living vampire as it stands right now, but when she dies and comes back, 
would she have a beating heartbeat and would she be so, unholy against nature? And it just depends on that. I if think that she, she has will. I think she will magic. keep her magic because I think that nature's loophole for that is pairing her with um, Josie and Lizzie, who are both siphoners. So basically, like, they're fated to come together because... They're the um, three ultimate weirdos. <laughs> yeah, but because, like... The siphoning basically distributes that power of like three supernatural beings across three people. Mm, so, true. so I think that that might be why they're like fated to come together, which we saw in um, the, AU. the AU. I think that's interesting that uh, I think Bree mentioned this to me once, but I think it's interesting that the talisman seems seemingly has like an abundant supply of magic so she theorized well what if it's because it's like linked to hope so it mm-hmm. you know every time like someone taps into it Josie taps into it it would kind of like she would have that to use and it's just interesting that yeah um if hope is just a walking generator of x excess magic then you have two siphoners right next door especially especially if one right. of them is your girlfriend uh, Josie um right. to just like level it and yeah. yeah I don't think that's a coincidence I think it's like that's that is like convenient yeah that like is nature's loophole for her is that yeah. she's sort of fated to like grow close to both Lizzie and Josie to balance that imbalance almost right power um yeah thank you for the question yeah okay so the next one is from isabella m Luzina. i hope i didn't butcher that um sorry if i did so the question is what are your thoughts on heretic josie so true bestie (laughs) thank you yes um i think we like touched on it like two minutes ago but like yes heretic josie oh Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking at the questions at all, by the way. I'm just, like, hearing V over here read them out loud. This is the first time I'm reading them or hearing them. So, yes, heretic Josie. Uh, she would, A, serve the most angstier and yeah. impressive and complex story between the two twins, in my opinion. But I also have evidence for that. Um, mm-hmm. B, when Hosey happens... Like, that would also just be, like, a a splash of cold water on Hope's face and her relationship. Because once she, like, grows to understand that she has to let herself, allow herself to love someone that has an expiration date, what happens when suddenly Josie doesn't have that expiration date anymore? Right. So it would just, you know, turbulence and hosey waters that the show is clearly vying for when we have to wait three seasons going on to four for Hosey. (laughs) Yeah. Nearly four. I think that it would be like kind of poetic for her because Dark Josie's entire thing was like self preservation and surviving the merge at like any means by any means necessary. So I feel like if Josie like became a heretic, it would sort of reflect that. Um mm-hmm. like it would be like a consequence, like a faded consequence or something. Which I think would be interesting. And I think that that's like... <laughs> but I think like that... That's why like... 
that storyline would sort of make more sense to me than just Lizzie. Although Lizzie, I don't know. I wouldn't be like against like heretic Lizzie. I think it would be a lot like Caroline though. It would be pretty much the same thing. Um where I think she would like struggle to regulate first her emotions. Week. Yeah. Like um, to regulate her emotions at first. But then I think she would sort of ground herself. Yeah. And come into her own more. Yeah. But also like Lizzie doesn't necessarily need that storyline because literally in the musical episode she was like mom had it put all together it just clicked when she was a vampire and then right um off screen josie told caroline and the caroline sent her a letter like no it wasn't me becoming a vampire that made things work out because i still like didn't have my shit together when i was a vampire it was what did she describe it was like i don't know I just had relationships and bonds and everything. Yeah. But like it took it still took her time to like come into her own. Right. Um Yeah. Which I so mean I there don't... would be something to like heretic Lizzie that I don't know, like I think they would both be interesting. I think Josie um, would be more Josie interesting. I just think Josie would be like very angsty about it, definitely. Um, I think uh heretic Josie would serve the yeah. Hosey show more. Mm, I think complexity. it could cause, like, a lot of... Yeah, it could cause, like, a lot of... Yeah, conflict, because... With her, like, her personally... Yes. Like, she would struggle, but also... Be a ripper. <laughs> she would totally be a ripper. Yeah, and then, like... If, like, Hope was the one to turn her or something like that... Like, I feel like it would be... Like, they could do a lot with it that would put a lot of drama. But I yeah. don't know if it will. I don't know if when... If, like, if she ever turned it would be by hope's blood just right. because they don't want to delana um yeah. in that regard because like legacies has been quite interesting in that they are like almost they're doing like several redemption arcs mm -hmm. with relationship dynamics and um i don't think josie would be like, they wouldn't do the sire bond with Hosey. That I don't would think be they would too do a sire much. bond, no. But, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> apparently it's rare, but apparently, like, how rare is it when they're in love? Yeah. Um, I don't think they explained that. They just said, like, oh, it's rare, but then they said on top of that, it's more likely uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't love. think, like, I don't think Heretic Josie's, like, on the horizon for like season three or season four because i think their no. conflict is going to be like coming to terms with the fact that josie's like kind of fated to die and hope is fated Can't to deal live with that. forever and yeah. has lost so many people like that's yeah, really so... a conflict i think it already is yeah it's already a conflict in like hope's head and um so if heretic josie were to happen it would be like late seasons when the show is like still going and they're like well we have the hosey show let's get yeah. heretic josie for like more turbulence to get more seasons and then have like a guaranteed arc for the show because the a story is always going to be hope and josie's relationship so it would serve the plot greater if one of them some some sudden change happens to one of them Right. Um, yeah. So. With Hope, um, sorry, with Josie being a heretic, she would certainly be a ripper because we've already yeah. seen she 
just, you know, she needs to manage her control and she needs to, she already struggles with like, yeah, she already impulsiveness. Yep. Like with Um, magic, she already struggles with addiction with, um, like an impulse control and everything. Impulse. Yeah. Um, That would be like, she would definitely be a ripper. I think if that were to ever happen. Yeah. Sorry, Kaylee. I know you don't want to fucking do the whole neck thing. (laughs) But, you know, sorry. (laughs) The audience wants it. (laughs) Maybe they won't do it. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe they will do it um, with Lizzie, which I feel like could still be something. Yeah, I mean, it could still be something that, like, goes to her legacy, I guess, where it would reflect, like, Caroline's story. But I don't think it would be, like... For people, so for people who have seen like the Vampire Diaries, I feel like it would be a throwback, but it wouldn't really be different. I don't think. Yeah, and I don't know. With Heretic Lizzie, it's kind of like I don't know anything that they do with the show. It has to like kind of still go and impact Hope and Josie's um, dynamic. So the only thing that I would see like with Lizzie being a heretic uh, affecting Hope and Josie I think that it would, would be like, that Josie uh suddenly being like uh more more codependent and yep. making sure that Lizzie's like oh, doing all right and it would kind of go back to like season one mm-hmm. dynamics and that is how I would see like why they would do a heretic Lizzie, yeah. Um, and yeah. Which I yeah that would be interesting too. Um, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what mm-hmm. they choose if they even choose to do it for either of them. Which I feel like they will if they go on for long enough. For long enough, but not like in the horizon yeah. that we can see. Yeah, that would just be like too much all at once. Cause yeah, definitely, they're dealing with a lot right now for season three. Definitely, yeah. season they... four is still gonna be like Hope and Josie, and they like yeah, they already have like drama to go off of. So right. a heretic, either twin being a heretic, would just be something that we're well, you know, we're kind of like out of drama so let's create more drama yeah Yeah, i mean it's not like the vampire diaries i don't think they would just one episode after the other just like be turning people so like i think they would focus on tribrid hope first and like have that play out and then they might move on to something like that like the season after yeah or even like a no humanity i don't know they just have to like we'll see (laughs) yeah thank you for the question so the next question is from Hosey22, and they asked, if or when Hosey happens, who would ask who out and how? Uh, Josie. <laughs> yeah, I think Jos- so. Josie but I think would she would like, wait for a really long time to assess the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think it would be like, she would have to wait until it's like beyond a reasonable doubt that Hope would agree. Yeah, and she's just so, like, Josie being Josie, she's stuck in her head that Hope would never reciprocate. So she has to, like, they both have to come out of that uh, thing in their heads that where they believe that the other wouldn't see the other in a romantic light. 
Yeah, um, well. Because they're dumb. So, like, they have to... <laughs> yeah. So, I think Josie would be the one to, like... Yeah. Hey. I do, because <laughs> she acts more straightforward with Hope than she does with anyone and, like, open about everything, honestly. Yeah, like, I mean, look at episode 12. She was just like, I had a crush on you. Yep. Yeah. Or even the you poked yourself scene. Like, she doesn't conduct herself like that with anyone else. Um, she's yeah. like very. She's almost like confrontational with Hope in a way that she's not with any other character. Yeah, I think uh, in Hope and Josie's relationship, we will see Hope being the flustered gay idiot. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. That's a yeah. great headcanon, and it just makes sense. Yeah, but I do think that after like two oh seven, like Josie's probably. <laughs> She probably is, like, gonna doubt herself a bit. I don't know, but maybe, like, the relationship with Finch will change that a bit. But I think that 207, what happened is, like, Josie thought that they had, like, an understanding. <laughs> and then the next episode, Hope just did a 180 and suddenly was back with Landon. So I yeah, think... Yeah, we're, we're gonna see then season three with episodes 308, 309, 310. I've already established that in my head <laughs> oh um, yeah but yeah I think like that caused her a lot of like self-doubt where she was literally like did I read that entire situation wrong and when when they're like angsty um it's just so when they live when hope is like self-doubting just like Josie did in 208 when hope is self-doubting in 310 uh, in no 308 309 and when she's self-doubting in 309 and then they like do stuff in 310 to resolve that I think that it'll like hope will be still self-doubting but Josie will still be assertive after Finch exits inevitably mm-hmm. I still think that Josie will be the one to not only uh go for the kiss I think they'll, you know, they're going to do, like, a big kiss moment before even dating, actually. So, you know, we just have to see where that goes. Yeah, definitely. They're going to have, like, a big, dramatic, probably angsty thing. God, yes. And then I think they're both kind of, like, they're going to avoid each other again for, like, the millionth time. And then um, I think, like, they're slowly going to figure it out. But I think that Josie will be the one to kind of take initiative after she like retreats for a while to sort out how she's feeling or whatever mm-hmm. or like to try and analyze how hope's feeling and i don't think she'll really act on it until she's certain that like that's what hope wants yeah so and make sure she's like not taking advantage of anything with her emotions and like right she's gonna be like, once the kiss happens and she's gonna be like, fuck, did I just, like, have Hope cheat on Landon? But Landon is dead, and she's just gonna, like, blame a lot. Yeah, she's gonna... Yeah, it definitely depends on when that's I gonna happen. I hope it happens after Hope has already... Like, like properly moved on. Process the fact. Yes, I think that is going to happen. Yeah, like, like I don't they're want definitely, to before that. Yeah, I think the writers know that, too, and they know that if they just threw Hope and Josie together... Like, as much as we all want, like, Hope and Josie together, it just doesn't make sense, and it would not feel satisfactory until like, Hope yeah. fully processes Landon and why yeah. she was with Landon in the first place. It will just make Hope and Josie all that more rewarding. Can't yeah, wait. Like, 
I f and I'm glad that they're doing that, where they're having her at least have, like, these few episodes where she's, like, single. <laughs> Three episodes without Landon. <laughs> Who else cheered? Like, try trying to, like, trying to, like, process all of that and hopefully learn how to move on from it at least a little bit or, like, accept it. Because I yeah. would much rather that happen than just, like, her jumping into something else, even if it was, like, not even hosey right away. Yeah. So the next question is from Musty Day, and they ask, what do you think will be the price for Landon's return from the dead? So I think it's not oh, even Landon. Okay. I think I that... I think he's dead. I think Landon's dead. It's Malivore. Um, and that, yeah. like, Hope didn't wish for Landon back. Or, like, Hope's wish for Landon back didn't go through. That's not, like... Because she wasn't able to actually wish. It's, like, the thing that's possessing her could use it. And just wished for the necklace back or the talisman back so that it would get its power back. And yeah. then Malivore was just pulled back with it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. We also had this earlier theory that the door that had a bright white light wasn't actually a door to leave. It was a mm. door within his subconscious, kind of like similar to... The Necromancer and Hope in 107, where Hope is in his mind, and they're like, they have to reach a door to go into it. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, that could totally just be, you know, like a TV drama, white door. Right, but means I guess but, you know, we need it's still an explanation for why he's not going to be around for like three episodes, so either... That wasn't Landon getting out, or he didn't get out. Or he did get out and is just not interested in the Salvatore school. Well, yeah, he... <laughs> well, it would be, like, because he's Malivore, that's, like, not him, and that's why he wouldn't come back. Or it's that he didn't even get out at all, and that door was going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to... God, that you know, this just all means that, like, three episodes of, like, having no... Landon, that means that there is going to be an episode where it's just dedicated to his stupid fucking montage flashbacks of him going through like, <laughs> doors, going through. Uh, not looking forward to that, but you know that's whatever. Anyways, <laughs> thanks. Well, yeah, thanks I don't know for the question. We're gonna have to wait. Um, <laughs> the next one, okay. So Blake asked. Do you think because Alaric will be dying soon that the voiceover in three hundred three was hinting that Candace might be coming back after he dies. Um, maybe. I think it, like, I think if we were just thinking about, like, what would Caroline do? Yes, but if we're thinking about, like, is the TV. actress willing to come back? Yeah. Or, like... She's definitely willing to come back. It's just, like, is she still pregnant? I don't know. But she's, yeah. like, busy. Yeah. Um, so it was I, easy for her. That's question, I think, than... Yeah, it like, was easy for her do to do a voiceover in the musical episode simply because Candace has a podcast, so she has a home studio. She has, I assume, she has the equipment. She could literally just do it in her home and send it off to who knows who. Um, but, like, have her in person, That's would be a little bit more complicated. But I think inevitably she will actually, like, come on our screens. It's just, like when and also when a lark dies maybe like dorian i guess is the principal 
or a new director of the Mystic Falls High School. Yeah, so maybe he'll come dental. back. <laughs> yeah, because they gave him dental alert, his fucking bitch. <laughs> we should credit, credit Brie for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We said it at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think, yeah, so I think honestly, it's... I wouldn't also be surprised at all when Alaric dies if they just have like for some time just like no, like in the in the meantime they just don't have a director. They kind of are just like it's just they're like still chaos. seeking. It's not chaos. It's just like the second runner up is kind of like managing, um, but we don't even we haven't even met like anyone else in the faculty. So you know that's kind of hard to grasp mm-hmm. <laughs> when you don't know what's happening it would probably be caleb which is also like questionable because caleb is a student yeah and he yeah unless they introduce somebody else at some point in the season as soon as as soon as we see another faculty member that's when we know a lark is going to die yeah honestly i want it to be vartimus (laughs) i (laughs) am it doesn't seem like they all need therapy anyway so it doesn't seem like Alexis Denisoff is, like, doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't looked, but, you know, like, Rupert Vartimus, come back, please. If Caroline hired him, it was because he, like, passed. It just so happened that Clark body snatched. Right. But he still had, like, a good resume. I guess he was just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go back to <laughs> England. Yeah. I don't know what he said. But he, like, after projected when they did the film noir episode, he was just like, no, no, no. He projected when he they were in episode 15, when they wanted to lock Josie up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you for the question. <laughs> yeah, okay. Next one is from Wigglymorm59. And the question is, if you were writers of the show, what would be some of the things you'd change or add to the story? If I were to rewrite Legacies, I would have it where each creature in, is cursed in their own way. Where not only where you have the super squad being tested psychologically, like we see with Puck, we see with Kareen. We would also see like the students mm-hmm. as they uh, unravel why their current situation like is happening, why... Like, the town is being, like, plagued with, like, beetles and everything when they realize it's a mummy. And when they realize that the solution isn't to, you know, like, Ignalusa, it's ass. No, they can, like, unravel. There's more to it. Like, why was the mummy cursed? Mm-hmm. And then they can, like, because it also opens up the option or the chance to go into that lore and realize, you know not only was it was the mummy like cursed because of that but it also means like it can't pass on so like it they help that like resolve um i also wouldn't have monsters last just an episode i think it would be more interesting if they like pose a threat as a sort of like uh thing for like Mm -hmm. Like one A, one B. There's an overarching thing, but as they get to that part of the mystery, there's just smaller 
not bumps in the road, but you know, like hurdles to get through and understand. And each hurdle will reveal something about it. Like yeah. if anyone here watches Nancy Drew, then they will see how as the story goes on and how they like uncover the mystery of how the, in the pilot, how this murder happened as it goes on, they uncover things that they shouldn't. But while they go through that shit, they also help resolve things and help things come to peace and people move on. And sometimes some of these things are like so spread out in a season that you might think that, oh, you know, like something happening in early episode that's just like, uh-huh, I'm going to think about that. It's not going to like, oh, that crossed my mind that something happened here, but I'm not going to really think about it. But then at the end of the season, you have a, now a, a collection of all these, huh, I didn't think about it. But then it all comes together in the finale. And yep. I would do something like that where, you know, um, I would definitely make legacies like a, like a teen drama mystery, not a teen drama monster of the week Mm -hmm. thing because like the monster of the week as it stands right now isn't a mystery anymore they kind of did that mystery in season one i enjoyed it when they were like wow what is happening where are all these creatures coming from and the dryad mm -hmm. being like oh yeah i was trapped in isolation gee what is that isolation there was more to deliver but in season two they were kind of just like yeah malivore um Sure, they're coming, but, like, there wasn't anything exciting. There wasn't, like, anything hanging over them. And then the prophecy happened, and the prophecy kind of just <laughs> wasn't threatening anyone's lives. It was just kind of, like, happening. Um, I don't know. Prophecies kind of feel like a cheat to me because they're supposed to be looming, but I don't feel that looming threat. So I would have mm -hmm. it where, you know, it's more imminent and in their face that their consequences to doing shit yeah i would yeah. also not have <laughs> i would not have kai parker so early on in season two and even if i did i would not have him for like two episodes where he like affected the plot like he didn't affect the plot at all um right yeah in conclusion i would call up georgia and have the art of losing happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, we want to thank everyone for your time and for all your great questions. Do you agree with our takes? Let us know your thoughts. 